What up, what up, what up? This is your boy Roy, and you are now tuned into Back to Center Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to life, love, and the millennial struggle. Happy Self-Care Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, we got a lot of shit to talk about. You know, 2021 has just been one of those years where it's just a lot going on, whether that be personally or, you know, publicly with world news. So we got a lot to dive into today. First up on the news is Russia versus Ukraine, China getting angry at Australia's Beijing 2022 boycott, and the main topic today, which is how to manifest this, not that. So go ahead and roll one up. Pour up a libation, strap in, get ready for the ride because the show starts now. out real quick first of all i want to say thank you so much for tuning in but i also want to let you know there's a new way to support feel free to go into the description section of this podcast episode and click the donate button and donate what your heart desires thank you so much morning, good afternoon, and good evening, all dependent on your time zone, of course, but thank you for stopping by and tuning in with your boy, and of course, you're listening to one of the fastest growing podcasts on all streaming platforms, Back to Center Podcast. Now, it is Saturday here in Staten Island, a particularly gloomy Saturday, just how I like them. It's not too cold, it's not hot as fuck, and you know, I do like sunlight. I love the sunshine, um, but I also like cloudy days. At least for me, cloudy days is a great day to stay focused and stay concentrated on the work that I'm trying to do. And I, I mean, with a cloudy day, like there's no reason for me to go out, you know? So today's self-care Saturday vibe is to just stay home in the humble abode, get some painting done, probably do a little bit of work. Try to get an early start on the week, an early start on 2022, which that is what the topic of conversation is about for this podcast and the remaining two episodes in 2021. But there's a lot of things that have come to my attention. And I mean, I feel like they should come to everyone's attention, right? First and foremost. Um, But as a U.S. citizen, right, as we and especially as we shift into becoming global citizens, I don't know if anyone realizes the current trend of what's going on. Um, But yeah, that's the uh, direction we're going towards, global citizenry. Um, And with that being said, there's a lot of things that are happening on the other side of the world that will impact us shortly here in the U.S., right? So let's go ahead and dive into it. I mean, again, with 2021 soon, you know, soon to be wrapping up, it's uh, situations getting pretty fucking hairy, to say the least, right? So here's my question for you guys. How do you want to die? Do you want to go to war with Russia or do you want to go to war with China? So according to BBC.com, this was just recently printed 13 hours ago by uh, James Landale, diplomatic correspondent. Russia faces consequences if Ukraine invaded. Uh, This is by some gentleman named Trust. Trust, I have no idea who that is. Um, Please correct me on back to center. Uh, Instagram if I'm incorrect or if I don't know who that is or if you just want to educate me on this subject a little bit more hey I'm all for learning so if you want to continue this kind of conversation feel free to reach out to me via Instagram which would be at back to center podcast but going into it uh, foreign secretary Liz Truss so it was a female my apologies 
has warned Russia it will face severe economic consequences if it invades Ukraine. So what kind of consequences are they talking about? They're probably talking about sanctions, right? Putting more economic hardship on Russia, which I don't think would favor very well. I don't think that'll turn out very well for the whole entire world, um, but that's at least as far as that they're willing to go. But President Joe Biden has also stated that he is willing to send troops in the defense of Ukraine if they are, in fact, invaded, which at this point, if you're taking a look at what's going on there and just reading some of these news lines, again, shit is getting pretty fucking hairy over there. Uh, Ukraine has moved tons of artillery closer to the border. Russia has brought more troops towards the border. So at this point... My assumption, it's only a matter of time before these things actually happen. So it seems like as much as we, from an individual standpoint, are trying to set up our 2022 for the best year possible, at least we're trying, right? I know we've always said uh, the next year is our year. We're claiming it. Listen, I claimed a lot of shit in 2020, and I got slapped with, I wouldn't say reality, because I was still able to make a lot of those things happen. But there were some of those things, because I didn't properly plan it, in lieu of what was coming, that put a hamper on a lot of things, right? So 2021 was one of those years. 2020 was one of those years. In this case, we're trying to make 2022 one of the best years possible. But from a public or I guess from a global standpoint, it's a better way to say it. It seems like all things are pointed towards war right? So the U.S. war machine is getting ready to rev its engine. Seems like it'll be stopping by the Ukraine uh, sometime soon, I'd say, probably early January, mid-February, or maybe at the very end of March. We'll see what's going on. Uh, but then in additional news, we have China now being upset that Australia has boycotted, along with others, has boycotted Beijing 2022 in lieu of China wanting to take over Taiwan. Now, this has been pretty big news for like the last couple of years, and it's getting more and more headway as time goes on. I mean, for example, Inez Cantor decided to change his last name from, or I guess he still kept his last name, he just attached freedom to it, but he changed nonetheless, he changed his former or formal last name rather to freedom, which I kind of find that a little weird. Like if you're going to protest against China, knowing that the NBA is heavily affiliated with China, what better way to drive that point than to like, I don't know, incur like a, a player strike? That's just what I think. I don't think changing your name on the back of a Nike jersey really drives that point home. Like if you're trying to, you know, make the, the claim that, and of course we all know these things are accurate, but if you're trying to make the claim that China has slaves, the NBA is in cahoots with China in regards to this by just blatantly ignoring it, I think stepping down from, and I'm not saying he should, because, I mean, I wouldn't. I'm getting paid millions. Keep it a buck. And also, I guess in this case, you can't really blame LeBron James for not talking about it either because he's getting paid millions, you know? And that's a fucked up thing when money comes down to uh, human rights, but that's another topic for another day. Uh, in this case, when I'm referring to cancer, I think one of the best strategies would be stepping down completely from being an NBA player and just going on full-on advocacy for the rights of the Uyghur Muslims that are in China. And, you know, I think also lightly touching upon the situation that's going on in Taiwan, 
in regards to China wanting to unify with Taiwan, whether that be diplomatic or by force. Either way, only time can tell exactly what will happen with these scenarios and these situations. Uh, but of course, I do believe in my heart of hearts that Inez is doing the right thing by calling out certain players, i.e. LeBron, and also, you know, getting more and bringing more attention to the situation in China. So I don't know, man, 2022 seems like it's uh, shaping up to be a real, <laughs> I don't want to be negative, you know, because last episode we spoke on how to properly set up 2022 to make it the best year ever. So I don't want to go on a pessimistic rant, but from a global perspective, it seems like there's going to be a lot going on from a negative standpoint in regards to either with war or with the economy or just, you know, more and more variants of COVID. I mean, at this point, I'm not even going to lie. I do not give a flying fuck about COVID anymore. I got my shots. I got my experiment. Thankfully, I'm, I'm still Gucci. You know, not a lot of people could say the same, unfortunately. Um, I think, as a side note, I think that's just what the, what happens with science. Like, some people are going to be good, some people are not. That's just how it goes, right? So there, I don't think there's a lot of conversation there. Do I think something like that should be forced? Absolutely not. And of course, that's a total different conversation for another episode. Um, but in this case, I don't give a flying fuck about COVID anymore. I really can care less about it, um, you know, as far as being a quote-unquote good citizen um, I'm doing the best that I can <laughs> as as far as being a good citizen and looking out for others is concerned and I'm not talking about me getting the vaccine because that's not helping anyone but myself if it actually in fact helps um, but more so of you know just being hygienic like just being a conscious human like if I'm gonna call from a call from my elbow but again we're getting sidetracked here um, I again I, I don't want to be negative there is a lot going on from a global perspective as far as a lot of like pessimistic news. But the ultimate question is, with all that said, can we still manifest what we want in our own life? So when we come back from the break, we're going to go over what manifesting actually is, why you're doing it wrong, and how to actually use it to your advantage. This is your boy Roy, and you've been tuned into Back to the Center Podcast. Rest in peace to old peace. Bless the hands that hold time. Trip and fall on old leaves. And the dyes that bind up. Stole a glance at thrown stones. Fortified for fortified years. Open up like I know. What's eating me up inside? To the liars in the cut. To the liars in the cut. Holding on to whatever you can. It's on my way to victory until I heard a message You ain't never gon' make it, my man, oh Calling you motivation Constantly try my patience, oh, yeah You ain't louder than the doubter That's in my medulla oblongata Feeling in my body that won't let me be Feels like, oh, feels like Every single time I think about it, it gets Single time I think about it, it gets, it gets to me, it gets to me. Looking both ways against my will, 
backtracking, trying to get off and on. Too often, I was just off my own. On my own. Vibe, tribe, chatter, ride, snakes, letters. I'm right, holy shit, I'm right. To the lies in the cut, to the lies in the cut. Holding on to whatever you can. I was on my way to victory until I heard the message. You ain't never gonna make it, my man. Oh, calling you motivation. Constantly trauma patient, so yeah. You ain't louder than the doubter. That's in my medulla oblongata. That in my body that won't let me be. Feels like, feels like. Every single time I think about it, it gets, it gets to me, it gets to me. Feeling in my body that won't let me be. Feels like, feels like. Every single time I think about it, it gets, it gets to me, it gets to me. It feels like an old pain that isn't on gentlemen that song was ewok by ashe i said both of those things terribly wrong so forgive me if i misspelled it or mispronounced it rather uh the of course the description for the music will be in the description portion of this podcast episode so let's go ahead and talk about it let's dive right into it 
conversation topic last week was a better 2022 starts with you now, right? And we were talking about how we could go ahead and set ourselves up for the best 2022 possible. That is irrespective of, you know, China going to war or, you know, Russia going to war with Ukraine, regardless of what the external world has planned for itself, our own internal world has its own ideas and its own plans, right? So let's go ahead and talk about it. What I really want to get into today in conjunction with what we were speaking on last week is reasons why you're not manifesting and how we're going to make it work. So here's the deal. I think manifesting gets a bad rap in regards to when people think about spirituality and not necessarily like being religious, but just in the spiritual context, there's a lot of discussion where people speak on being able to manifest and the law of attraction. And, you know, whenever you start talking about things like the law of attraction, instantly it's a very polarizing subject, right? So instantly people are very on board with it or they're just vehemently opposed to it. But I think regardless of your standpoint, however you feel about law of attraction or, you know, manifesting, I personally have to say that these things do work, but I'm not going to sit here and say it from like this uh, very insanely abstract woo perspective. Um, I want to give some logical perspective to it. And the way I'm going to do that first is by describing what manifesting really is. And I'm going to start with what it's not. So manifesting is not a series of bullshit affirmations you keep telling yourself that you subconsciously don't actually believe. Let's talk about that for a little bit. How many times have you created a like a manifesting script or like just a list of affirmations? And every time you repeat one of those affirmations, your brain is like, mm, I don't know about that. So, for example, let's talk about the I am rich affirmation. A lot of times people will say like, oh, I am rich. I am abundant. Things of that nature. But subconsciously, you instantly get hit with uh, your account is like negative 35 right now. You just got hit with a late fee or whatever best describes your scenario, right? So when I think about manifesting, it's not about me conditioning myself and telling myself these like, I don't want to call them lies, but lies of omission, right? Blatantly just disregarding my current state over and over again. Realistically, what manifesting is, at least what it is to me, is the ability to change my state, right? Whether that be my state of identity, how I see myself, how I carry myself, because those things do in turn change your thoughts, which then changes your actions, right? So manifesting isn't the BS affirmations we tell ourselves, but more so the matter of changing our current state. The next question is, well, how do we actually change our state? Changing your state and in a broad sense, to go over that, just to give a brief overview, changing your state to me would be like, okay, I used to think of myself in one way, but over the course of like a month or two months, I've taken small actions, actions that didn't disrupt my internal self or like the things I tell myself from a day-to-day -day basis but little actions that can begin to change my dominant thought to that of what I actually want to become. So I think for me, a great example of this is modeling. Um, I did my very first fashion runway walk. Shout out to uh, Muzichi, 
probably said that wrong. So I apologize if you're listening. First of all, thank you for the opportunity. And second of all, your clothes are fucking fire. So it was definitely a great time. I met a lot of great people. Uh, and that's for all of you, in case you're, you're listening. It was a pleasure meeting you and definitely would love to see you guys again. And I hope all of your careers take off in an astronomical sense in ways that you never would have thought possible. But going back to that experience, when I first started modeling, it was like 2018, kind of started like a joke. You know, I would get roasted for it from time to time. But what I didn't realize, at least what the external didn't realize, because I, I thought it all along, I was like, eventually I will become a more legitimate model and start modeling for legitimate brands and things of that nature. But at the time, I was just getting shots done for fun. I was just taking photos, slowly building my confidence. What that was doing was twofold. It was changing my state in regards to my actions day in, day out. I was paying more attention to my dieting, paying more attention to my physical. This way I look better in photos. So I was taking care of my health. And in, in turn, that was boosting my confidence. It was giving me the feeling of what it's like to be a model from a day in, day out perspective, which of course is not going to be exact for everyone everyone's gonna have their own their own styles and their own ways of going about things in life right but in this case it was giving me that what would it look like or what would my day look like if i were to be a model right or if i were to do these things and over time it eventually manifested itself into something that i actually do right so I've gotten the opportunity to do spec shoots for K-Swiss. I've worked with brands like Raycon. I've done fashion walks. And I, oh, shout out to Deferio. Recently did some work for Deferio and Strikes as well, which you guys have heard about. But the point I'm trying to make here is I didn't wake up every morning and just repeat to myself over and over again, I am a model, I am a model, I am a model, but then did nothing about it. A lot of people think that's how the law of attraction works. And I'm telling you right now, if you think the law of attraction or manifesting anything is just a matter of saying shit over and over and over again, without actually putting any work in, my friend, you've gotten it all wrong. In fact, there's a whole dynamic, a whole plethora of things that you're missing out on, which is why you keep repeating the same life over and over and over and over again. Right. Just like uh, how Marshawn Lynch said once he was like, everyone's got a plan until <laughs> you punch him in the face. Or I, th I think Mike Tyson said that. But regardless of the two, both of them are right in this aspect. But again, if you think just repeating shit over and over again to yourself and then not taking any action based off of the things you've been repeating to yourself over and over again, you're off base, entirely off base. But it's not your fault because the law of attraction, which is just one law of 12, by the way, the law of attraction has been commercialized to such a degree that again, people think that they can just sit there and automatically think that what they want will come to them without having to do any work. Even the Bible says this, faith without work is dead. Yeah. I, you know, went silent there for a second because I wanted to get that point across. But remember, faith without work is dead. You can have all the faith in the world you want, but that faith needs to be a catalyst to push you towards doing the thing that you need to do in order to become the thing that you want to be. 
So hopefully that's starting to make some sense. So again, we went through what manifesting is really, how it actually works, but to go a little bit deeper into the core of this message, it is your belief of self is what precedes your thoughts, which in turn precedes your actions. Just like how I was saying before, it is what you think of yourself, which determines the actions that you take or to take it a step, uh, take it a step back actually. What you think of yourself ultimately is what creates the thoughts that you have which then ultimately leads to the actions that you take based off of the thoughts that you've had, which are based off of what you think of self. So for a criminal, this is just an example. Let's say for a murderer who thinks he can never do anything right, his only path in life is to be a criminal. Because that's how he sees himself, that's what his thoughts are going to produce, which then in turn, his actions are going to follow suit. So like I said before, hopefully that's all starting to make sense and it's starting to click with you. So remember, you can think all the things that you want, but until you start to think different of yourself, those thoughts will consistently be the same and will give you the results that you've been getting this entire time. So going into 2022, a good now, I would say, is a great time to take stock of not necessarily what you want to achieve, but first and foremost, take stock of who you perceive yourself to be. Fuck what the external thinks. The external is gonna think whatever they think. However, it is on you if you start to believe what the external thinks of yourself, right? So here's an example. Let's say, you know, you've got a bunch of abusive friends who, or you think are your friends. If you've got friends that abuse you, it's time for new friends. But let's just say for the sake of this conversation, you had a bunch of people that were consistently telling you, you ain't shit, you ain't never gonna achieve shit, you lame, you're whack, you're corny, you're this, you're that, whatever under the sun, right? If you start to internalize those thoughts, your actions are going to be one of someone who does not think they can achieve anything, right? So again, hopefully this is starting to click and make sense because it's all about what you think of you, which then in turn starts to beget those actions. Ultimately, the only way out of thinking of who you formerly were is by burning the past, right? Letting it go. I was watching a, a YouTube episode of one of my favorite content creators. His name is, uh, shit, <laughs> how you call me a favorite and then forget? His name is Immortal? Immortal something. I, you know, that just made me look entirely shitty calling him my favorite, but, uh, forgetting his fucking uh, his YouTube title I believe it's Immortal Minds or Soul Immortal there we go I knew if I said it long enough it would, it would pop up so Soul Immortal is one of my favorite content creators on YouTube and you know he constantly talks about changing state and yesterday in particular he dropped an episode that made a shit ton of sense to me and it was something it was in line of what I was speaking on as I was scripting this podcast episode anyway, and it makes perfect sense. What he was saying was, your new life is ready and waiting for you, but you have all this baggage that you hold on to. And that makes a lot of sense. Going back to those thoughts, like I was mentioning earlier, what you think of yourself is just a collection of events that have happened in time, the stories that you tell yourself, in addition to the experiences that you've had, right? 
on top of whatever you've internalized from other people. So when you think about creating a new life, starting over, becoming the very best version of yourself, the only way you can have, I I guess you could say, quote unquote, pure thoughts of who you're supposed to be is ultimately by letting go of the past. There are a lot of things I used to say to myself all the time, you know, growing up based off of experiences that I had or based off of things that phrases that I internalized because people have tried to shun me or put me down, so to speak. For example, I've had some bullies back in the day, you know, they used to make fun of me a lot. And I used to get bullied a lot from about, I'd say from like seventh grade, probably up until junior year in high school. I mean, the bullying was far in between during like freshman and junior year of high school, but the bullying in junior high, holy shit, that shit was constant. It was nonstop and it, it just kept going on and on and on. And not to make this a sob story, but there were a lot of things that I internalized which carried with me going into freshman year, which then transpired into sophomore year, then junior year. And realistically, I don't think it was until my brother Didier, until he passed away, that I didn't start to change these internal thoughts that I had. Mixed, combine him passing away with going to the gym with him and him telling me like positive things and positive thoughts and really uplifting my spirit it started to paint a new picture in my mind. And eventually, I went from that kid who was overweight with no muscle to that kid who had muscle but was still a little overweight. But my self-image began to change. I started to having some, have some confidence, started to carry myself differently. Now, once that happened, going into the future, as I got older, I started to tell myself different things. Started to tell myself more uplifting phrases, right? And I began to have this idea of who I wanted to become, but it wasn't crystal clear yet. So in no way does this have to be crystal clear for you, but you do have to get the ball rolling as to who do you want to be? And this, again, this is outside of what the external tells you, outside of the events that you've had, whether that be positive or negative. Having a clear conscience and a crystal clear idea even if it's not fully fleshed out is a part of the stepping stones to becoming the best version of yourself possible right so going back to what i was saying before let go of your former beliefs let go of former friends and whatever keeps you replaying the past over and over again we have our brain is so amazing in its ability to cultivate new ideas but also in its ability to keep you reliving and refeeling those past moments. Like it could be years since that traumatic event happened to you, but your brain can replay it so vividly, it feels like it happened yesterday. So that's something to keep in mind. When we talk about letting things go, you have to be intentional with what you decide to let go. And now how you let it go is entirely up to you. Right, So it could be writing these things out in a list. It could be shouting. It can be 
going back to the people that have hurt you in the past and just having a, a quote unquote coming to Jesus meeting with them, right? Even if you never speak ever again, just letting them know how you feel will help you release. But also the best way to release the past and move forward in the present is by forgiving these people as well. You know, at the end of the day, it's often our frustrations and our anger towards these people that keep us replaying the past over and over again. And that's not healthy for either party, right? But more specifically, it's not healthy for you because you keep rehashing the past over and over again. You never let these feelings be known. So the only person who suffers through this entire, uh, this entire event or this, you know, this thought process is you. So being or having the ability to forgive others, whether that be in the past, present, or future, pays off dividends because that allows you to close the door on some of these moments, these unfavorable moments that you've had. And on the flip side, thanking people for those unfavorable moments because now that you're able to extrapolate the lesson from it, it has turned you into a whole new being, a much better person. So in fact, I would almost say thanking them does more for you than forgiving them. Because when you could thank them, of course, by nature, that means you have forgiven them. But also by thanking them, that means you have fully understood that that moment in time was nothing more than a lesson that you needed to learn, which is the beauty of life. All of these things are just lessons. None of it is ever permanent, whether that be good or bad. So in closing, to wish for something new, whether that be a new life, a new item, whatever the case may be, without actually becoming the thing first is a disservice to self. You must become the person that attracts what you're looking for or what you're wishing for by becoming the person that already has what you're wishing for. I know that sounds confusing as fuck, but basically what I'm saying is you have to start acting and thinking from the end result as opposed to thinking and acting at the beginning of getting what you want. I know that might sound very, very confusing, but think about it this way. If you want to be a CEO, theoretically speaking, you are already that CEO. You just have to do the CEO actions, right? So for me, someone who runs Scintilla PT, what do I have to do in my day to day? Well, I wake up in the morning, I onboard clients, I make sales, I do Zoom, you know, Zoom meets, whatever a CEO does that's necessary to push the business forward, right? So I don't need to wait until I'm in that penthouse for me to finally say, like, I am CEO of Scintilla PT. No, I just need to do the actions in faith and in consistency to eventually get to the end result, to get to my end goal. My end goal is the condo in Santa Monica on Ocean Avenue with the Bentley in the parking lot, in the parking space, with another two cars, two dogs, a family, things of that nature. I'm just playing catch up, or rather, life is playing catch up to me. You see, your imagination is ultimately, at least in my opinion, what reality really is. In some regards, we're all living in someone else's imagination. Just think about the very building that you're sitting in right now. If it wasn't for the architect imagining what that building would look like, 
Would it be there? No. So theoretically speaking, all the material, the building, it was already done. It just needed physical action to manifest. I know that might sound a little confusing again. We're going to go deeper into it. Next week, we're going to talk about the 12 Hermetic Principles because that is something that isn't talked about enough. Um, and I think to drive further drive this point home of setting or making 2022 the best year possible, the understanding of the 12 Hermetic Principles, I think, is certainly important. So we're going to cover that. But for now, of course, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for stopping by and tuning in with your boy Roy. And thank you for tuning in to one of the fastest growing podcasts on all streaming platforms. Back to center.